Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, hosted by the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. And I'm Burn Value. And we are 25-year Wall Street veterans who have had to go underground, take on secret identities in order to provide our candid views on each week's Value Line Investment Survey. You've seen our faces on TV. You've heard us quoted in the newspaper. No, I don't think you've heard us quoted in the paper. But our bosses would never allow our unvarnished views on the air. So we've disguised our voices and uh, taken on secret identities so they'll never know. Each week we look at Value Line. We sit back, have a couple of beverages. It's Friday afternoon. It's the weekend. We read Value Line. Sometimes more than a couple. And now you're in on it. Uh, See all our disclosures at www.thevalueguys.com where you'll learn that this is for entertainment purposes only. I want to emphasize that. We may have no idea what we're talking about, and this week that's ex- I know that's very true. a common feature of my ideas. Very true, uh, although I did look at every idea this week, Vern. You know, it's, it's, it's terrible out there. It's, it's a jungle out there. I don't know. I, uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's the, the market this week was... Uh, stocks are going on sale. Uh, they are, but, you know, if you own a bunch of value stocks... I was just looking on the file. I keep up on the web in terms of our stock picks, and, you know, ouch. The market is saying we're in a recession. Uh, last week we said so. It's even more true this week. Um, some of these stocks we've talked about on the show are under siege, and I just think that this is the time... You got to get in. If you're looking at earnings, yields, and balance sheets, you have to have patience. And this is undoubtedly a time to make money to buy at these levels. I'm going to be back at the Boy, back half of the show. I got an earnings, show. yield, and balance sheet idea for you. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention it's January 18th, 2008. Our hundred. Well, that's the value line issue that we're working from. It's also well, that it's also day. It's also today's date, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. What a yes. remarkable coincidence! Burn. No, it's that way every week. Oh, okay. Look, it's. Uh, it's Friday, January 18th. That's our uh, edition this week. I'm going to be back at the back half of the show. I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about. Usually I know. Uh, this week, I've, you know, it's been a tough issue uh, this week to find any decent ideas for some reason. I don't know. We had a lot of uh, insurance, the drug industry, which I think the good ones are you know, fairly priced issue. and the bad ones are, you know, not, not attractive. Um, I found myself looking in the chemicals industry and a little bit of real estate. But I'll be talking about Simon, DuPont, uh, and Watson Pharmaceuticals. But before that, let me introduce, with a modicum of fanfare this week, because, well, it would have been none, but he provided the adult beverages this week, and I'm very appreciative of that. Vern, value. Vern, take it away. (laughs) That's the fanfare. That's all I can muster. I'm getting a little misty. <laughs> it's emotional here. <laughs> first, first idea on uh, the on the Vern's Vern sick. menu. Vern's sick. I just want to first, point that first, out. Uh, uh, if you enough, get into come listen, on, enough of the your personal details a caveat, here. A caveat: If the show starts to slow down for you as a listener, get a little tiring. We've got a lot of great shows in the past. I just want to say that up yeah, front. Like more than 100 of yeah, them. Yeah, we've got 100 shows. One. At least 10 of them are interesting, <laughs> and we can always dial into that. But First uh, stock, symbol is HSII, Hydric and Struggles. This is in, uh, what, do they do? what do they call it? Uh, it's, you know, the human recruiting. resources. Recruiting. I think that's what they call it, human, human resources. resources. Um, I think I have an index here. Somewhere. And this is, I mean, this is in the stocks going on sale. And as I said, earnings yield and balance sheet, okay. It's brutal. How about no debt? And, well, Cash. Anyway, Hydric and Struggles. This uh, 
excuse me, they are an executive search firm worldwide, senior level executive positions. The C's, right? Yeah, I think mostly, but not exclusively. And, yeah. you know, big division heads, I mean, CEO, regional heads. COO, oh, CFO. Well, maybe right, the listener you're... doesn't know, Vern. Oh, they're way ahead of you no, on that. I don't know. Yeah, but they, I don't know. I, you're also talking about, you know, vice president of international operations kind of jobs and things That's like that. That's a V job. Right. Do they do the Vs? I think they do some okay, Vs. Okay, okay. Yeah, not just Cs. Okay. So, um, in any event, okay, now this is, an, this is a cyclical business. Right when the when businesses are expanding, they need more managers, and when they're not, they don't. Okay, obviously, um, they operate in the U.S. and in 26 countries around the world, so they're everywhere. So there's some diversification, right? Yes. And um, let's see, they uh, they must have they did something in 1999. They came public in 99. Okay, is so there a reason we're a talking about Heinrich and struggles? I'm just saying because I like the stock. And why? Well, I'll get to that in a I'm minute. I'm getting right? sleepy. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you just go right. nod off okay. over there? I and, will. I will. Um, it's an interesting story. And so I th- I, the stock, I'm sure, is discounted because of the, the the big ugly recession that we're in. Although no one has any data to prove that we are or aren't. You know, but all no the politicians kidding. running for office yeah, say no we kidding. are. No so kidding. we must be right. No kidding. Um, but in any event, they uh, they are apparently benefiting from robust revenue growth in Europe and Asia Pacific, and Value Line even points specifically to rising demand in Asia for senior level management as they move towards more professional management as their economies practices and grow. standards as their economies grow as economies and as will. they enter the global marketplace instead of being uh, parochial suppliers to the local market so there's definitely a longer term uh, growth opportunity here according to value line the stock recently $32.14 however however it closed today hmm. at 24.75 wow. Yeah, and according to Value Line, balance sheet has over two hundred million dollars in cash, with less than eighteen million shares outstanding. I figure about twelve dollars in excess cash, twenty four seventy five stock price. I'm at thirteen bucks. According to Value Line, gross free cash flow that, or gross cash flow this year almost four dollars. You got to pull the interest out of there though. Now, if you take out the cash, right? out of the cash flow. Well, there's interest income. In okay, there. Yeah. let's take That's out four percent. Okay, eight million uh, fifty cents. So I'm at three twenty. I got a thirteen stock. I'm still under four times gross cash flow. Okay, I'm getting. I'm. I'm got That's a pretty impressive. significant discount here on pretty... the recession that we must be in because We're, Hillary listen, said we. The mar- no, the stock market. Goldman said predicting we are too. it. Well, they're all on the bandwagon. The stock market's predicted the recession. Yeah, I guess they have, haven't they? Uh, this stock, uh, 55 earlier this year, has been more than cut in half, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, market cap is not $575 million. It's now around $300 million. We'll forget the net of cash number. With the cash they have, $300 million equity, $200 million of cash, they can almost they can basically buy back two-thirds of the company. What happened this week? Did they say? I mean, I did know. they guide no, I down? No I quickly took a glance at uh, on the web and nothing. No, I think uh, you know it's been a bad week in the stock it market. Has. No, I, wonder, I wonder why they got disproportionately. Uh, well, economically whacked. sensitive names have been hurt mm-hmm. badly, especially those that have done well in this stock. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, well, but yeah. I mean, prior yeah. to, it's know. still just back to levels of oh what oh six. So it's not been pummeled. 
At twenty four seventy five, yeah. yeah, no, it traded lower in two thousand and four. Yeah, I have to exactly. go back that far really to find that. So, um, I, there's no question that there's uh, risk with any forecast. So four times cash flow, that's compelling. I've got a lot of room to be protected here. The dividend yield not one point six percent, but probably more than two. <coughs> what a little over two? Well, around two actually. Yeah, the collapse. So they pay a little mm-hmm. bit of a dividend. Uh, there's the balance sheet's sparkling clean. So. Um, I don't know the company well, but take a look at it. Uh, Hydric and Struggles, HSII, and make sure you look at the balance sheet like we all balance sheet. like to remind our yeah. friends to do. So also, along with the theme of uh, the world's melting down, and, uh, uh, and in view of my, um, well, as we were just talking, my less than favorable review of the new chairman of the U.S. Fed, yes. Mr. Ben, yes, who uh, seems to think that Appeasing the politicians is more important than protecting the value of our money. Helicopter Ben, they call him. Oh, um, that's I, that could help us right now if the Fed chairman is on board with giving away money to stop the recession or the depth of the recession. Maybe that is good in the near term, it but it's certainly it not good in the long term. You know, it's not going to accomplish anything. Right. They've they've studied what happened in two thousand one with the yeah. checks that people got then and the overwhelming majority of the money was actually saved, not spent. They should just it focus on. It wasn't until on, changes were made you know, in marginal tax, tax rates, rates. and in, in business incentives to invest in new capital. How assets. about the confidence to invest beyond the two-year horizon right, of the House of Representatives' voting cycle? But otherwise, if you're cycle, just taking tax money that they took from you and we give it to somebody else. It does nothing. It does it doesn't, nothing. On a net basis, it accomplishes nothing. So, of course, the market's with been these, selling off. With these uh, tax cut threats hanging out there in, you know, 2010, that's really putting a damper. I'll tell you what I think some of the pressure on the market is. It's not only the, you know, looming elimination of the Bush tax cuts, as they so call them, that's going to put a big price increase on owning equities, and that could be part of the pressure on stocks right now, but also just the, uh, you know, the tax proposals of all the Democratic candidates are, uh, you know, con. con- confiscatory, if that's a word, and I think the market doesn't like that. The market's even more broadly than that. I think the market is scared to death that we're now (laughs) going to have a shift in power in Washington towards a party where most of the primary representatives talk about economics, monetary policy, fiscal policy, uh, in a way that it demonstrates that I don't think they even took a class in college, much less have any idea how it works. They should require... Econ 101 for a uh, an elected official. The, the only good news is, as has been demonstrated time and time again in the past, when you elect these people and they they take office and they have that first meeting with their economic advisors in the White House, people lay it out to them and they you know they get they get a quick education into what really how it really does work, and usually the amount of damage they do is modest. They should be doing that right now. Having those conversations. Uh, I, well, uh, in any event, it made me look at precious metal stocks, which were part of the uh, – you know, what do they call it here? They, uh, the precious, metis, precious metals industry, ah. of course. Hmm. They also had metals and mining. And, you know, we've liked BHP there. That stock's uh, continue to do very well, but there's a very messy uh, bid for Rio Tinto going on there, and it's very hard to say – 
without doing some serious work, what that's going to do to values in the sector, what it's going to do to BHP if they're successful, if they're not, because, of course, Rio's been fighting this very hard, and they're both U.K.-based listed companies. So there's a, very, there's a structure you have to go through in terms of whether you're going to if you're going to bid for another public company, there's a deadline coming up. Could be a lot of volatility. I'd love to be talking about sort of the you know the China story and the long-term picture there, but I, really I'm I, not comfortable doing that right now. But precious metals, I want to own gold. I think uh, you if, do? if the chairman of the Fed doesn't care about the value of the dollar and is willing to just cut rates willy-nilly, I, no, it's very scary. But I looked at the gold stocks, and these things are, like, through the roof. Uh, there's no way a value guy could buy uh, Anglo Gold or Barrick. Or it's Agnico all very gold peaky, or, oh, very yeah. peaky. You can't buy any uh, of this But stuff. there are a couple other commodities in that space, and I'm interested in Stillwater Mining, symbol SWC. Hmm. Value line rates at a 4. Still this water. stock is down 50%. From a high above 16 earlier this year, closed today a little over eight dollars, you know, not the eight and a half that Value Line. Shows. My friend Ken owns owns a lot still of still water. water. Yeah, uh, the low in each of the last three years is six I to nine dollars. So it's kind of where it bottomed each of the last four years. There is history lower, of course. Um, it's going to be sensitive to uh, the price of the commodities. In this case, palladium, platinum, and associated metals. Some of this goes into the automotive industry and catalytic converters. So there's a cyclical element that is unattractive. But that's hardly been a dynamite market, right, the automotive industry? No, it really uh, hasn't. At least in the markets where they use catalytic converters like the United States. So um, I think that's probably weighed on their results. There's something going on here that I don't understand, though. And historic operating margins have ranged anywhere from the low 20s to the low 40s Last couple of years, 14, 15, value line projecting 9 this year. According to uh, their little write-up, there's a strike that costs them a bunch of days of output. And there's some hmm. uh, question about needing skilled manpower and a transition to more labor-intensive mining techniques and going from four operating crews to three. So there's something happening with cost structure that's changing the return profile. That must have something to do with how the stock's been revalued. But at this point, something like uh, 12 times enterprise value to EBITDA, it's six to seven times gross cash flow with the stock down a lot. Uh, there must be some bad news in it at this point. For comparison, I looked at the silver stock that uh, Value Line has, which is Pan American Silver, which uh, um, owns and operates uh, silver produ producing mines in uh, South America primarily. Yeah. Peru, Mexico, Argentina, Bolivia. This is 20 times EBITDA with no debt on their balance sheet, 28 multiple of earnings, about, um, I don't know, 18 to 25 times gross cash flow, depending on um, which number you believe is the right number, which year you're looking at. So Stillwater looks remarkably cheap in comparison. Um, and um, like I say, uh, these, are, these are markets where the value of the assets uh, – uh, and where there's been, you know, precious little uh, typically added to global uh, supply in last. You know that earnings yield is and, available uh, from the Treasury, three percent, four percent. You don't need to. What are you talking about? Three, four. Earnings yield. Well, twenty-five times cash oh, flow. That's four percent. Yeah, it's crazy. And you so, don't get the money in that. So anyway, case. check out Stillwater Mining SWC if you're worried about the dollar like I am. And then uh, I'm sorry, I think I'm going kind of long. 
Well, no, we had a lot bad. of rambling about the economy. Here. Whatever. Okay. I don't have that much right, this so week. My last, and I'm napping. I'm getting kind of sleepy. My last one is uh, the other thing I thought would be interesting, and again, on the same commodity um, uh, angle, if you will, or, or thread or theme or thesis, yeah. uh, uh, ag chemicals, I thought, uh, makes some sense. Because chemicals. I think most people are familiar with the fact that uh, global grain markets have grown uh, particular uh, have grown very tight in part because the Chinese have become major importers of grains Chinese uh, and uh, really all of Asia standards of living coming up you get a leveraged effect on uh, demand for grain by uh, people wanting more to eat more and more meat you know you need several pounds of grain to produce one pound of meat um, eight pounds to produce one pound of beef thank you and then on top of that four. For one pound of chicken, it's an advantage to, to the chicken. chicken. Well, yes, we don't sir. have chickens this week, so okay. I just want to throw well, that. I out. talked about. We've recommended Pilgrim's Pride in the past. Well, chicken okay. play, um, Sanderson Farms. And then on top of this, you have this, you know, uh, fascination with biofuels and government price supports to support the ethanol market, and you have a major ramp up. Legislated required increases in ethanol use in the United States. That's all over, though, isn't it? Isn't the isn't the shark jumped on that whole ethanol thing? We're done with that. Everyone knows it's just complete nonsense. Everybody and knows that the economics are a bit nonsense. So the, it's backing away, right? No, the regulatory requirement to use the product is in. But place. having prices like dramatically fallen for ethanol it's, because yeah. supplies come way and up. And so these plants but, aren't but, profitable now, and so, no one's going to want to build them. That's all. Then they won't build anymore. Right. So that will help the economics of the existing producers. But in the meantime, you still have the underlying incremental demand for corn, which has raised prices for corn and then indirectly by, for soybeans as well as acreage yep. has shifted from beans to corn. That's going to bring this all down. These food costs going up It's going to ha- cause them yeah, to rethink maybe this we'll see, all but, thing. So I went looking for a play on that. <coughs> and uh, there's actually several in uh, this week's uh, value line. Uh, for example, there's something called Agrium, and these are—it's interesting. These I recommend—that's my best performing name. Is it really? They, if you go look at Val's best picks, Agrium's the best. Oh, pick. you recommended this in the past. Years, well, it's years done ago. nothing except go straight. Right. Up. Where's? Let me see the chart. Look at this. Oh yeah. Well, we it's got like this one. One of the show oh, you start. You have no idea when you got it, but early, early oh, six. On. Okay. Well, yeah. then if that's right, then uh, it's probably a triple. Thanks for jumping um, on board. I'm not jumping on board. Oh, you're this jumping is, off board? Oh, my goodness. This stock oh. is 12 to 14 times gross cash flow. It's 11 times EBITDA. It's done nothing. It goes straight up. This is, uh, let's see, which one is this? This one is the former fertilizer division of Cominco and uh, Alberta Energy. Okay, so this one is uh, some stuff spun out of some Well, miners. perhaps it is time to consider easing up on your investment there. Mosaic. This one, uh, this is the old IMC Global and the fertilizer operations of Cargill, this has a market cap of $39 billion, 22 yeah. times cash flow, 15 times EBITDA. There's yeah. Potash Corp you can buy, right? I guess so. One of the biggest uh, integrated fertilizer companies in the world, Potash, Nitrogen, Phosphate. This was 20 times gross cash flow. This stock at 138 you could have bought it for 26 at its low last year. So, you know, tell me, I mean, these stocks are priced for perfection. They all look like good shorts to me. Um, you know, I pair them, if you will, with a long position in FMC. FMC, uh, high earlier this year, 59, down to 50, less what? than 10 times gross cash flow, about 12 times for, free. It scares me it's when nine you start times saying enterprise value. things. 
It scares not, me. I, scares me. No I one cares. I want to interject. Scares no me. No one cares. What's this pairing thing I'm you're talking, talking about? I'm talking about FMC, if you'll <clears throat> let me finish. Well, was that a short idea? No. What's the pair thing mean? Will you leave me alone, please? Buy both? I think everyone's confused. Okay, no, go you're, ahead. You're the, they're, they're confused no. as to why you've jumped into here. Because I, don't, I heard pair trade, well, and I want to know that, what that and means. I'll explain it to you. How's that? All right. Meanwhile, FMC I'm less editing than 10 all times of this cash out. flow. <laughs> 12 times free cash flow, 9 times EBITDA. Return on capital is in the teens. Foreign sales, 60% of total. They do provide chemicals to more than just agriculture, and there's a little bit of a clue in the in value lines write-up about the earnings in the agricultural segment. So it looks like it's about a third, but nevertheless would have uh, tremendous uh, – or would have the same positive fundamentals these other pure play stocks do. I don't even know what stock you're and I can talking buy, about. I can buy two shares of FMC valuation-wise – Compared to one for most of these FMC other stocks. FMC Food Machinery Corporation. No, FMC. That's what the, it used to be. No, I understand that. But they yeah. sold the uh, the machinery business went like five years ago. No, I know. And then they sold off their technology, oil Today they have, uh, they have uh, soda ash, phosphorus, hydrogen peroxide, ag chemicals, and lithium compounds. So it's strictly a chemical company. It's a great assortment FMC of Gold went in 96, United Defense in 97. Uh, the machinery business, they don't say when, but I think it was 2001 or two. Um, no, it's a pure play chemical company now. Okay. And what Great. I was saying is that if, you, if you're concerned about your cyclical exposure because the company does have some general industrial, you could short one of these overpriced short. pure ag plays with it. Yeah. Okay. Right? Well, yeah, sure. I'm a big shorter. And so I what short happens constantly. Is That's my expertise. A, if you're wrong on FMC and it goes I'm down, about that. these other stocks probably go down more. I hope so. This is called guessing time on the value uh, line observer. It's no different. Than, I mean, downside, upside, we're professionals. We're uh, able I've to never, measure both. You know, I don't know about that. For, yeah, I just look at the Boston beer. Away, I look at the Boston scared beer. away by the concept that when you short a stock, you're, you're – uh, your possible losses I just are know, infinite because here's the stock what I know. could go to infinity. <clears throat> here's what I know. The smartest long buyers in the business, they start hedge funds for the fees, and when you measure it, they add no value on the short side. Now, they add value for themselves because they get 2 plus 20, but they do not add value on the short side. And, sir, I'm suggesting to you – Every single one of them. That is correct. Uh -huh. I, see well, the studies. I, I, know, I, I am suggesting to you, sir – Some very large are, firms <laughs> have added yeah, a, a – Blah, you know, blah, blah. very interesting track I am suggesting to you, sir, that you will not be adding of value assets. on the short side. Well, I may not. I'm not a – May I'm not. not. Yes, I'm a value maybe. guy. It's not typically my approach to – I don't know if you approach are. To short. Uh, full I disclosure, I've never personally shorted a stock okay. in one of my accounts. Okay. Thank you. Are you satisfied now? Yes, now I am. Now I am. This is a completely – so we like, we like Hydric and Struggles. Uh, I like uh, Stillwater. I might uh, pair it with a short on Pan American Silver. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Not a good track record there. <laughs> like FMC uh, with – I'd probably uh, – you know, a Potash uh, has a lot of the same chemicals. Now I your think long maybe record is, I think, decent, you know, but why mess it up with a short record? Mm -hmm. well, These I guys don't add we'll value. We'll the short as we compile the record I, later. I don't know. Okay. Well, with that – I finished finally. What time? I know is it's it? a great sense of relief. Unfortunately, yeah. this week the valve section is going to have to be canceled. Beverage break. Wow. Uh, listen to a past show. Listen to a past show. Like six minutes. You want to hear what Val thinks? You know, whatever. Uh, how much time? Six minutes. You got to be joking me. Really? What time is it? Alone. What time is it? It's I have about, six minutes. Yes. 
Good grief. We've gone long Good before. Grief. You can go All right, I'm going to just, over. because of Vern's extensive discussion of stocks that no one cares about, I'm going to try to shrink up my talks here of Good, hard-hitting names well, you can you know, own. We haven't lost anyone because they're all, right. all dying to hear about Dow. They've already skipped ahead, frankly, to my section. Mm-hmm. Okay, Val Hughes, it's January 18th. What should we buy this week? I have no idea. I am so bloodied. Well, you know, I am down 20% in the last no three months. It's brutal out there, as you know, if you're an investor. But you know what? This is the time to buy. This is the time fortunes are made. And, uh, you know, you rarely get a chance to That's buy right, stocks Suck this it cheap. Up. Exactly. That's the ch- now, check the earnings. Ooh. I'm going to say that to you. And if things have high multiples, which we don't buy, those are getting hurt worse than my names. We've got earnings yield support to these names, and there's a lot of wealth in the world and in the demographics. And ultimately, private buyers who care about cash-on-cash cash yields are going to make these names worth uh, the kind of prices we're talking about. First up this week for me, Simon Property Group, SPG. Now, normally I'm not a big real estate guy, and I haven't liked the REIT simply because there's artificial demand for every you know pension fund in the world increasing their exposure to REITs. However, this thing's been beat up. It's 104 last year. It's at 78 today. Uh, FFO, funds from operations, that is the metric that corresponds to EBITDA. I'm looking at uh, just about 12 or 13 times that number. It's a little more than I'd like, but you rarely get it this, at this level. And these REITs have to spend all their money on you, the shareholder. They have to spend about 60% or more of their FFO in a dividend. This has a 4.5% yield, and when the long treasury is at 4, that's a pretty good deal. Plus, you get growth here. Here's my theme. Real estate goes up, okay? Now, right now it's going down, but when you look at a 500-year chart, this is going to be a blip. And if you're planning to give this stuff to your kids or you need it in 10 years, uh, we're having a little credit crunch here. People can't borrow money to buy property. That's rarely the case because banks need to make money too. But right now, um, these mark-to-market issues and fear are causing declines in property just like they are in the stock market. But I will say this about stocks. Wall Street's really good at building more stocks. If you have a shortage of stocks, Wall Street gets more. They find companies to sell stock, whatever. Real estate, you know what? Fixed supply. So that's what I like. And with the baby boomers coming with wealth and the Chinese and the uh, Asians and everybody else, the Indians, the Russians with wealth coming to America with a weak dollar, U.S. property is going to be fixed, though. I mean, Donald Trump's building stuff all the time. What? Fixed? What do you, what? What fixed supply of commercial real estate are you talking about? I'm talking about real estate. There's only so much real estate. There's only one downtown in each downtown. Oh, okay. And th- these guys have the best mall, the best location, and the best location stays the best location for many years. Uh, they, uh, what else do I know? Not a lot. Their numbers are still holding up in the face of, you know, a lot of bad news in the last 30 days. Their most recent... Uh, reported numbers are holding up in terms of rents per foot. Uh, their FFO is rising 6 or 7%. That's all you can look for here. Their debt to cap is 85%. You know, that's high for me as a value guy, but uh, that's how these REITs are typically operated because of the stability of the rents and the long-term leases behind them. Uh, these guys are among the best in the business, and I'm sure they're out there right now buying great properties at great Don't prices. default on their leases all the time? 
uh, in bad times they do, and then if you're a deep-pocketed uh, investor, you can come in and get some great deals for the next go-around. I understand bankruptcy and workout work is up a lot. Yeah, that's a that's called a recession, mm-hmm. and we're in, in one. So uh, Sam Zell made all his money by buying properties in 1981 and 1991, and I don't know if this is the same, but it certainly looks that way on the chart. I'd be buy a buyer Simon property. SPG, and you got to own it for five years. You're going to come out fine. They're paying a yield on the way Did up. you tell everybody what page that's on? I, I did. Okay. That's my thing, Vern. This is on 1191. Not me. I gave it up. I know. Way I know. too hard to keep track. Okay, Dow Chemical. You know what? I've, re- I've recommended this in the past, Dow Chemical. My theme on this is they're a best-of-class value-added supplier to modern society growth around the world. Everything that you want as a growing modern society – you know, they make, okay? It has to do with all kinds of stuff that ends up in your house. Plastic and wiring and, you know, who knows, walls, floors, etc. Is it cheap, expensive? Why? Now, the problem is, here's my problem. I like Dow a lot. It's got $6.25 in cash flow stock at 34. That's five times, 4.6% yield. Is that a recession They put number, up... What? It's the number on this page, Vern. Oh. So whatever that is. no would be. Uh, It's got mid-teens returns on capital. Well, these are 08 estimates on value line. Now, unfortunately, I turned the page to 1230. (coughs) Wait a minute. I put 1235 on both of these. That can't be Uh right. Dow is 1235, and DuPont is 1236. So on 1236, I have DuPont. Well, here's what I like about DuPont versus Dow. It's a little more expensive. Eight times gross cash flow. It's under my 10 threshold. 13 times free, which I look at as an 8% cash on cash yield. Plus, you you get a little bit of growth. Value Line thinks these guys are going to grow 8% in earnings. Uh, They've got, uh, you know, a couple of bucks in cash, 35% debt to capital, which is pretty good. They pay a 3.8% yield, a little bit less than Dow, but not meaningful relative to the upside here. Now, why am I sort of shifting to liking DuPont? I have recommended Dow in the past. They've got a much better return on total capital. They're running in the mid-teens throughout the sort of 2000 through 2004 area. They've moved that into the 20% area. That's despite the fact that their raw feedstock's going up in price, and they have a series of products that are just a bit more proprietary than Dow, whereas Dow makes basic chemicals, Ethylene, propylene, benzene, styrene, blah, 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 blah. Uh, DuPont makes high-performance materials, electronics, safety and security products, biotechnology, and they serve all industries just about, automotive, construction, ag, medical, protective apparel, electronics, nutrition. Uh, Also, DuPont spends nearly 5% of their sales on R&D for next year's great product or next decade's great product. Dow spends 2.4. So I end up liking DuPont a little better, higher returns, a little higher valuation, but worth it. They're in more proprietary areas, and I think over the next couple years, they have absorbed a feedstock price increase. They're going to see their own product prices go up. And according to Value Line... In a recession. Well, you got to look beyond that, my friend. Oh, okay. Recessions last two on quarters. The other side of the are you on the view of the view that recessions are going to be from now on? Yeah. Because I'm trying to look beyond the recession into '09. And uh, yeah, I understand. I well, you got to look into into what's happening in March. I'm looking into what's happening in March of '09 and '010. '010. Oh, 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's still fine. Yeah. These guys are earning nearly a 30% return on capital. It's a chemistry company, and so that tells me they're doing something proprietary. 
15% operating margins, decent balance sheet, DuPont. You're going kind of long, you know. Well, that's because you went long, <laughs> Vern. Okay, DuPont. And finally, because Vern is turning up the heat on my time, how much time do I have? I'll have some more popcorn. Yeah, well, I didn't even want this popcorn. Well, you've opened it. Okay, finally, Watson, Pharmaceuticals, page 1289, WPI. I've barely done any work on this. I've recommended it in the past. If you pull our uh, XML code into uh, Internet Explorer, it'll all show up by ticker, and yeah, you, you can, can find, it. And right. find it. But Watson, WPI, what do I like? They're generic manufacturers, demographics, healthcare. Uh, you know, the government even wants you, gen, you know, to move to generics, lower price per bottle. They're right in the midst yeah, of Yeah, you don't have to worry about finding out that one of their patented proprietary products <clears throat> doesn't work. No, they, they're copying stuff that was, you know, branded and uh, trademarked and patented, and when those patents run off, they come in and they make it. So their return on capital is not great, and I'm not proud of that. It's 8%. They lever up a little bit. They get to 11% return on equity. But here's the deal. $4 a share in gross cash flow. The stock's at 26. They spend 75 cents on CapEx. That's three and a quarter in free cash flow. Stock at 26. What's Eight that? Times. Eight times. That's a 12% yield. Value line says they're going to grow at earnings at 12%. So I got a 12% cash on cash yield, 12% growth. Uh, that's 24% return. That's in a world where treasuries are earning four, and that's a pretty freaking good deal. The nice anchor on this one is simply demographics and the need for lower price pharmaceuticals. And, you know, you read in the paper that the FDA is not approving drugs or the drug companies aren't inventing new drugs. They're all going off patent. They're all going to people like Watson. They also have a little bit of an investment in branded stuff. They've got three new branded products. You know, they're a little diversified between generic and branded. They've got three new branded products coming on in 09. That should be a little bit of a catalyst to the stock, which has had some negative relative performance. I think that's coming back. They've got some cost structure improvements here. Uh, closing a couple of high-cost plants, opening some low-cost plants. They have 70 ANDAs, which are abbreviated new drug applications with the FDA for future generic products. So they're well-positioned, 35% debt to capital. They're going to improve their total returns, I think, over time. And the total return to you as an investor here, I think, is uh, outstanding with these demographics as wind at your back. Watson Pharmaceuticals, WPI. That's it. That's all I have. Not bad. Whirlwind yeah, tour. What's Thank your you. favorite idea? Favorite idea this Mine week? Mine would be Heydrich and Struggles at less than four times gross cash flow. I'm going to say DuPont. I think, you know, when you study cycles, this is the time, uh, two quarters before the recession, that you want to buy stocks. They'll, they'll recover on the, the way out. The so long. Sorry to have kept you up so late, Mom. See you next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>